0: You know, you're recognizing wounds in other people and they help you to see wounds in
1: yourself and vice versa. And I don't think bad of her. No. The young lady. I don't think bad of her at all. By the way, our cameras are live. First five minutes, you know how we are. Oh, I don't think bad of her. Right. You know what I mean? But if she tried, if she made an attempt to speak to me. Yeah. Like if she literally, and I'm talking about like three or four months from now, try to apologize to me. I honestly would say the reason why I cannot talk to you or take your apology is because I gave you an opportunity several times to be honest and mm-hmm. you kept lying.
0: So you're saying you would like draw a boundary there. I,
1: I would draw the boundary. We could be cordial, but my cordialness, when I'm cordial with someone, my cordialness is not fake hellos. Right. My cordialness is I see you exist and keep it moving. Well, it, I mean, this is
0: growth. It's, because, you, you know, another version of Marklin is like.
1: Oh, you. The old, oh, 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 oh! Like there's I still cut, people. I'm cutting you out. There's still people I'm like that with. There right. were, there are people yeah. that literally, if they, I hate using the word literally because I read in an article when you use the word literally, you have no other words to use. Well, right. Because so,
0: because
1: right. But <laughs> so you might mean figuratively. So, <laughs> well, maybe figuratively. I don't know. But I, in actuality, am that guy. Yeah. That when you get to a point that I don't like your presence and you're around me, I fall into being a dick. My best friend could be talking to you because you two get along. Mm -hmm. You and I have a falling out and you basically showed me you're not worthy of my time, right? Right. I could see you two and I could walk up. Yo, what's up? What's, yo, it's so good to see you. Oh, you know, such a, it's good to and see you. And you'll totally good to see you. Stonewall that. I'm going to holla at you later. I'm over here.
0: But is so is that an old coping mechanism, defense mechanism, like self protection? I've learned
1: this years ago, but yeah. I've also learned this by reading. If you give somebody the energy. Of who you are. Yeah. Even in a small tense, even after they fucked you, excuse yeah. the language, they'll think take it as an opening. Like, oh, well, he was kind of nice to me. He was pleasant. Okay. I hear what so, you're saying. So they'll take that as the next time they see you out somewhere. Oh, maybe he'll talk to me now. Oh, maybe we can.
0: Cause- maybe it's in between. What about how about maybe there's some in between place that that we can land because I'm thinking about like,
1: no, we ain't going to land nowhere.
0: Well, right. No, but okay. So I listen, I'm giving you credit. Like you've done some work. You've done some healing. So in this new example where you're saying in a few months, like maybe I could be cordial cordial is different than like wide open, no boundaries.
1: I, well, maybe I'm using a wrong word when I say cordial, because I'm going to be honest with you there is no level okay i called it out Mm -hmm. and it happened exactly how i called it out as i explained to you
0: people will right yeah
1: so the fact that i called it out and as much time as we spent together there couldn't have been a you know what dude i kind of see your point you know what? From
0: from the other party. from the other
1: from the other party, like you know what? You caught so me. So
0: you're looking for like an affirmation from that there, person. There
1: should have been a you caught me dead to rights. Ooh, I love the word
0: should. There should have been.
1: There should have been a because if somebody catches me being dishonest, I should respectfully be like, you know, you got me dead to rights. But
0: when I will tell you, the word should implies like something was negative, is negative, is going to be negative. What about if she wanted to be honest? She could have.
1: Okay. She could have.
0: She could she have. She had the opportunity. And then she showed you who she was. So when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. I think Maya Angelou said that. Yes. Like, we're and I give say that, credit where credit and, is due. You said
1: that? Because that's what I said to her. Oh, when yeah. people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Mm-hmm. Because. They will not show you anything else. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, give me a second. It is so beautiful to be back here with you. I have my co-host over here.
0: Tammy Spiewak, that's me.
1: And it's your man, Mr. Direct. We will be back with you in a moment. We got to do the entrance. You know how it is. It is self-help for assholes. We'll be back in a moment. I read an article a long time ago, and the article basically said that a lot of people that have personality disorders are undiagnosed.
0: Maybe that if people have cognitive empathy...
1: I'm Marklin Johnson. I'm Tammy Spiewak. And this is Self Help, help for, for assholes. assholes. Why do you always linger on that? You got to be with me help on that. For Assholes. So it's I'm Marklin Johnson.
0: I'm Tammy Spiewak.
1: And this is Self, Self help, help for Assholes. For assholes. hey 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 you gotta sit up why does it make you look so low in a camera just a little you look very low in a camera like this is (laughs) this is scary like how low do you actually look let me let me see if i can can change this there we go i changed you i changed you around what's going on this is oh my god it's it's been months it's been months it has been absolute months and Thank well, you
0: for for everyone else. It's been even more than months because we have you know if you think about this, we recorded what's going to later come out once we're you know huge and famous is going to come out as like the hidden
1: recordings,
0: the oh, ones that were if, never released. I think
1: I think hold on. I think we did five, which were supposed to be broken down in a thirty minute hit. Right. And which would have been 10.
0: <laughs> it's a whole missing season two. It's, so it is. it is call this season two. Or season, this season two is three? missing.
1: So this is season three. Okay. Now here's here the are. miracle of all this. Um, We weren't even putting out shows or no. sharing links. No,
0: there was no promotion of and this podcast. And it
1: turns out we had over 600 <laughs> like listens, <laughs> which w- I did the numbers out of nine episodes that turns out to almost 60 listens an episode. Right. So people
0: a, were listening with people, no we, so we were not we promote
1: this doing thing. any promotion mm-hmm. and people were listening. It's
0: because they love me, Marklin.
1: I, I <laughs> first of all, Marklin is not on his show. I don't know why you're referring to him. Ugh. I'll give you I'll give you grace this time, but you know who it is. He didn't like me to say his name. My fa- yeah, listen, we got a stage name. I, Mr. Markland, does, Markland does public speaking. Podcasting is Mr. Direct.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm just Tammy.
1: Stage everything is I'm Mr. Direct. That being the case, thank you for being here.
0: Well, I, I kind of gave
1: you no choice on this one though. No,
0: he came after me people <laughs> I was roped into this one No,
1: what you said What you specifically said, which was the highest I just don't have the space Oh, I got I got a lot of Stuff going on Yeah, I don't have this, I really want to do it But I don't well, have the space You know what's space. really
0: funny if you think about that Like, what do I do for a living Like, I am teaching people How to make space How to
1: make space, so the woman
0: Well, I was trying to practice what I preach. (laughs) I'm like, I got kids, I got work, I got life, I got whatever. But this, you know, here I am. We made the
1: space. I'm not mad at you. I can't be mad at you. you Can't. I can say, however, that I knew there was something to what we were doing.
0: Yeah. Well, it's real. I mean, we're just here
1: and shooting the because because of that. I knew when I went in and saw those numbers, that's why I threw it out. I was like, we got to do this. Because those numbers, those, listen, the other podcast i do yeah is not even close to those numbers really i'm at a fraction huh. of those numbers interesting by the way for those of you out there we are on iheart radio we are on pandora radio we're on amazon and after today we will be up and running on apple what itunes about spotify aren't we on spotify oh uh, well spotify as well? is the same thing okay I, spotify is the central point but then we all Got move it. away from there but we are on all major plat streaming platforms Thanks
0: to mr direct because so tammy doesn't know how to do anything. tammy that.
1: don't listen i I'm, just show up. i'm trying to give you grace i'm trying to <laughs> well i appreciate one that. one of this one of the parts and i i will tell you one of the things i'm working on is giving i said to a lady um at quick check she apologized to me for something because she was in a mood yeah and i said to her give yourself some grace yeah you're allowed to be in a mood yeah sure um i went for coffee and she left you know like i get like six shots of yeah by the way this
0: should be part of like your new book the quick check diaries yeah
1: right (laughs) so i had put the uh cup up there yeah well she did for me and it was just sitting there
0: can i just tell the people that your quick check order is something to behold are you talking shit on me already it's not, it's just real. Okay. Like, he sends me a quick check one day and is like, I need five shots of this, fill the rest with coffee. I'm like, should I mainline it to a vein as well when I arrive?
1: Time out. I'm not I'm not gonna allow you to do that to me. Okay. I will say this. The man likes his cafe. I, I no 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 no, it's not about that. I will say this, and there's no way to get around it. Um I prefer the you know coffee is a diuretic it is so there you go just okay. like a lot of people i wake up in the morning and drink my coffee yeah handle my business and then i can oh, go on Lord. about the rest of the day well now the people know well does it matter if they know or not let's say everybody does it there's
0: little kid books about that
1: but i will say this um it's great to have you back here yeah, in the studio i do sure. enjoy it and one of the things i told you i've been doing a lot of work yeah of me And one of the things is you got to find joy in what you're doing. I love podcasting. You do. And I love podcasting from different perspectives. And this is what people don't understand about me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a very multidimensional individual, which most people can't pick up on.
0: How do they not pick up on you being multidimensional? Because they're idiots. They're simple-minded people. They
1: don't understand. So you saw the video that I did. Uh-huh. for the school. Yes, but yes, you, yes. But you've also seen me do stand-up. This man
0: is a, is a motivational speaker.
1: But you've seen the stand-up. I've seen the stand-up. Which is completely opposite oh, yeah. of the motivational speaking. Oh, yeah. But then that's the opposite of the podcasting that I do. So I try to explain to people, like, I'm multidimensional. And I have With a yet...
0: common thread.
1: Yes, the common thread is public speaking. Sure. It, it is. And it's, um, as one of my um, friends said, who's a producer in Hollywood, he goes, you know what, dude? You're a really excellent host. And he goes, in comedy, in podcasting, whatever, you're a really excellent host. This is what I love to do.
0: To be fair, if I think about all the things I do, I'm a yoga teacher. What am I doing, right? I'm, I'm a coach. You know, sure, I'm, I'm part of not having space is that I'm deep in training to uh, help people with their trauma. So I'm doing that too. But like, how do I relate? I'm not. A writer as much as I'm a talker
1: so and I think that's I'll be honest with you that's part of the issue that I'm fighting is I'm trying to get better um with my writing because some of the stuff is I come up with a concept but then when I come up with the concept of I gotta act it out versus actually doing it well I like
0: to say that if I had done like a fraction of the million ideas in my mind every day mm-hmm. I'd be a multi-billionaire but at this point Elon and I are not in the same you know tax brackets so. well you
1: know it is what it is but today <laughs> because of conversations i've been having with multiple friends yes because of conversations i've uh been reading with stuff um i said you and i need to jump into the barrel mm-hmm. and we need to discuss with people on an open level the types of trauma because it's easy to talk about trauma itself but it's harder and, uh, and understand what I'm about to say to you that are out there watching, I'm not an expert. I'm not a psychologist. Mm -hmm. Tammy specializes in talking about trauma and healing and stuff of that nature. So the concept of this show from day one is the combination of me kind of being moronic and Tammy being, you know, offering the civility of the conversation.
0: He says moronic and civility. How about your, you know, a guy and in this particular area where, where I'm not an expert at comedy I am an expert I'll say it I'm an expert in trauma at this point and you know a couple other well
1: things. I don't want to say expert because somebody takes some advice from us we get sued okay well, I'm not an expert <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued well but... what
0: I can say is I'm not a medical professional
1: okay so there's that and neither am I and I'm not a therapist but I have opinions and I think, That's uh, right. as I was reading through a lot of information about trauma, and I was reading the artist way because a friend put me on it, yeah. and I was reading another book. Um, uh, how how to, it's uh, the subtle art of not giving a, a, a fuck, yeah. right? I like how you almost didn't say I, not giving you know, a fuck,
0: like you're trying to hold back or something. I, 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 a little bit,
1: a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. I'm trying to hold back just a little bit, um, but the subtle art of not giving a fuck and reading the artist's way and you know they address certain pieces about trauma and it, it dawned on me we don't discuss trauma enough be it major or subtle. I don't think people know what it is. I don't it, and I, well that's what I agree and a lot of people don't realize a lot of what they're doing in life is a response oh, yeah. to the trauma. Oh, yeah. Everyone's experienced trauma. An athlete experiences trauma when they get hit very hard Oh yeah
0: there's different kinds of
1: trauma for sure um if your dad hit you with a closed fist yeah and i'm just using basic stuff like stuff that some of us will know if your dad hit you with a closed fist and you were like three years old yeah there's trauma to that right even if he never did it again because the mom scolded him and told him never do it again you experience trauma At that point, you experienced it and you might not ever deal with it again, but it's still somewhere in your past. So
0: I think what's really important that you said is that you experience it. Because yes. the thing about trauma, okay, so a lot of events, it could be anything from your dad hitting you with a closed fist yes. to somebody not changing your diaper to a little kid saying something not so nice to you on the playground. It's not what happened, and this is when when you say experience. Trauma is not the event that happened. Trauma is what happens inside your body when the event happens.
1: Oh, I like that and, and
0: thats I mean that's big because we're really Redefining the you know what I Am I'm learning and Training in is somatic experiencing Which somatic meaning Of the body it's an of the Body bottom up approach To healing trauma and accumulated Stress so what it's saying Is that you got you're an Organism right mm-hmm. your Brain's a super supercomputer supposed To be supposed to be that's, you know, that's actually my coach used to tell me that. But we've got the the uh, organism and the supercomputer. But here's the thing. The organism has a nervous system. Yes. And as I'm going to say this as short and sweet as I can. We have something called an autonomic nervous system. It should be working with, you know... You know Ease and grace and naturally moving between sympathetic nervous system activation. That's what we call fight, flight, freeze. And So I want you to form. go back
1: because you're getting too technical okay. too fast. You know, here he's slowing me down. Okay. That's what he's
0: supposed to do. So you go, you're going. getting too
1: technical too fast. <laughs> like, so you got to break. So go back to the first one you were talking about. What was the first one you talked? Okay.
0: So we have this autonomic nervous system. Okay.
1: So first of all, you're using big words already. Okay. So you said autonomic. That right.
0: means it's
1: automatic. It works okay. by itself.
0: So it should
1: what you're saying is your brain is automatically working off of the trauma. No,
0: it's not your brain.
1: So okay. So what? So th- that's why we're breaking it down. Your
0: nervous system is the part in not only human bodies, okay, but in animal
1: bodies. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, we
0: know animals. So if you watch nature. Like, i love nature I shows I love those nature love nature shows
1: blue so, planet is my shit.
0: okay i am going to break this down for you in a much easier way to understand okay we have a pride of lions let's say right and then all of a sudden we're watching and you know there's the the narrator and he's narrating it and probably has a british accent or something and then comes the let's call it an antelope and the antelopes walking along like minding its own business and guess what happens all of a sudden one of the lions, and by the way, it's one of the female lions because they do the hunting. Comes after it,
1: isn't? Hold on, isn't that amazing when they talk about who's the who's the uh, hunter and who's the gatherer? That it's the female lion that is literally the again. I hate using that word, but it's the female lion that is the hunter. They and bring the gatherer. that back
0: for that guy with his big mane. As far as I know, I like mean, I, the I, male
1: I... lion is the most laziest. <laughs> The male lion literally does not like go like, excuse what I'm about to say. Yeah. Go get the dinner, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, that's literally what the male lion does. So that's what's happening. Go get dinner <laughs> and I will wait for you to bring the dinner back. So when everyone talks about, oh, and then this guy said this. Oh, my God. It was the greatest thing ever. And it's still talking about. I know
0: where I am. Don't we're worry.
1: St- we're still talking about this. The guy said the greatest thing ever. This woman said, I, I want an alpha male. Right, oh, you know and, a response, and a response, and and a male's response to that goes, okay, but you do realize that the alpha male is a hunter, so he's always gonna hunt. So once he gets you yeah. and he devours you, he gonna hunt for someone. He gonna else. hunt for someone else. I'm not the. I'm not an alpha. I'm not a beta. But I'm the guy behind the doors that just wants to love you well, and be there Well, they can listen
0: to you. our podcast about alphas yeah. because that's a thing too.
1: to we're going we, to do one about alphas again. Oh, we're going gonna, we're gonna we're gonna gonna to do it again. In but our new it, it was amazing the way he explained it. He goes, everybody, every woman claims she wants a hunter, mm-hmm. but she don't realize all these hunters are constantly looking for shit to hunt.
0: <laughs> that's right.
1: And, that's if right. You, and if you have been conquered, then they need something else to hunt. Okay, And the way it was explained, I was like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Never. So now you don't want to be uh, called an
0: alpha. I got a little bit of alpha in me, but I also got a little beta in me. I don't care. Well, listen. I I am who I am. Back on the savanna. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Back on the savanna. Here we are, and the female lion goes after the antelope. What does the antelope do? The antelope first, kind of like Freaks out, like doesn't know what to do, runs a little. It's having like a flight response, knows it's cornered and goes to the highest activation of the nervous system, which is actually freeze. Freeze is not the lowest, it's the highest. It's like past Mm. fight or flight energy Mm. and the thing plays dead. So now I know everyone can follow this, right? Because we're on the savanna, the animal's going for the antelope, the antelope plays dead. This situation, I actually saw this video and it's pretty cool. This situation gets more interesting because now the animal's playing dead, right? The lion thinks she's got dinner for the pride. They call it a pride, right? She walks away just for a moment as a pack of hyenas approach and try to go after the antelope. Wow! Well, of course, she has to fight off the hyenas and kind of like do something and the antelope, which is not thinking the way a human would think, it's it's just feeling and it's sensing and it's knowing, wait a second, the predator's gone, I can get away. So what happens is it comes out of freeze, you see it like shake on the ground. So you'll see this nervous system response and what it's doing is it's reorganizing inside of its autonomic nervous system it's happening naturally it's happening like this is in nature right mm-hmm. this is real shit yeah. it shakes and then you know what it does it gets up and it runs that's flight Ooh, wow it knows it can, and it is out of there and then you know what antelope do they do these crazy things where they jump they know how to regulate their nervous systems they wow. do not hold on to that trauma like we do. They don't have a fucking story about it.
1: That reminds me of did you see the video of the squirrel that played dead? There's a video <sighs> Maybe of I a, did. it's a flying squirrel yeah. and it breaks into a house. Yeah. And then the broom fell. Uh-huh. So the squirrel acted like it got hit by the broom. Right. Because right? it, it knows there's a predator, so it plays dead. Then all of a sudden, the squirrel gets up and walks over to the broom and puts itself underneath the broom and then plays Stop. dead again. No, I think it's a real video. Is it a train squirrel? I, I, I don't know. I, if you I, can it has squirrels. to be. That's wild. Everything that you said makes sense because we see it a lot. Um, antelopes that play fake dead. Right. When they, they play fake dead. When the lions come around, like when they get attacked. They'll act like okay, you got me. Because got really, me.
0: like they don't want a dead animal in the same way. That's for the scavengers. So, which the hyenas are scavengers, they come in later. But what's really interesting is, is you know how our brains, our big brains, w- with with all of this consciousness that no other animals in the animal kingdom have, we will make a whole fucking story about it. How that lion wronged me, yes. and then na 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 na. Guess what? The antelope doesn't do that. The antelope now recognizes there is not a predator, and what they do is they do the shaking, right, to let out, to complete that nervous system response, to complete that feeling of total fear, and I need to either, like, they know they can't fight, so they need to get the fuck out of there, and then they run, and they even do something, I think it's called pronking, where they jump to, like, release energy, and then they go about being a fucking antelope. Wow, and that's the end of my story. Did
1: you drop? Did you drop the f bomb again? <laughs> I do all it
0: all the time. I'm just saying. Ask my children. Nope.
1: I, I listen. I love the f bomb. I I'm, I'm a, gonna do I'm the a, best I can. I'm to clean a lover it up, of the f bomb. Who, do, who I, I doesn't want it. to
0: learn about trauma with a little bit I, of <laughs> colorful
1: language? <laughs> Most things in this world, you need some colorful language to make it as real as possible because right. people are tired of academia.
0: So, do you are you understanding like? So now that I told
1: you that story. I still don't understand, and that's the point. You're in, the expert.
0: So here here you go. The antelope's autonomic nervous system is working. Yes. It's just working. It does its thing, and then it's like it goes back to being an antelope.
1: It humans when, are different. Humans are different because we rationalize our thoughts. We have this big brain. And no matter what, if something is too scary, if something is too much to deal with and too much to face, we automatically try to find a way to tune it out or we try to overcompensate it with certain actions because to us we're rationalizing certain actions make sense in order to get through to the next day but do you realize
0: i mean these are coping mechanisms do you realize how crazy we are because think about this much smaller like real example of my dog i have a little dog she's about 16 pounds right Mm -hmm. sometimes she gets stepped on because she's like underfoot so i remember like notice i stepped on her foot by accident and she, you know, squeaks or whatever. And then she does this thing where she like shakes and she runs in a circle for a minute and then she goes and sleeps. You know what she doesn't do? Be like, my mom hates me. She stepped on me. She doesn't care about. No,
1: she's a fucking dog. Because, okay. So I like that you said that. What I think um, when I said I wanted to do this. Yeah. Is. Um, the reality of, and I'm going to tell you different types of trauma situations. Mm-hmm. We were discussing one off air and I didn't want to go live and discuss it because yeah, no, I didn't want to put people out there. Cool. But I realized in a, in a bigger sense of it, people will talk out their trauma out loud to friends and strangers sometimes because they sort of want to get that feel. They sort of want to get, you know, they, 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 so you're saying they
0: want to process it verbally. They want to
1: process it verbally. So that's
0: cognitive, right? Like cognitive. But they processing. don't
1: they 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 want to process it verbally, but they don't want to do the work on the internal part. And the reason why I think this is big is because they don't realize the impact they're having on other people. That is huge. Well, so you're the talking impact. about
0: people who go act from their wounded self, yes. who act from it,
1: I'm discovering this more and more, and I'm going to say this, and this is going to piss people off. Men and women are out here, and I, I see it more so, as a man, I'm going to see it in a different direction than women. Sure. I see a lot of women who had bad marriages, bad relationships, and they're on the dating scene, and they're still responding out of the trauma response of the bad relationship.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. They're holding on to it. Before they're replaying they, it, right? They're
1: replaying it versus really trying to change things um if they're a a mom mm-hmm. and they are the only mom meaning the husband's in there but he's really not involved yeah. they want to overcompensate for the fact that the father's not there as much as he's supposed to be so they're gonna hide because they're looking for the perf- perfect man so when i see a woman say that a man like when a woman tells me she's picky i don't hear picky i hear trauma response sure and i'm asking questions like I want to know what your trauma because you're oh, obviously look, I'm
0: telling you there's growth
1: man but it's <laughs> why are you putting this expectation that the man that you want to be involved with has to be the next perfect man meaning the perfect man to be around my kids whatever right because when we're younger it's not that we're we're just not picky it's we're more open to saying, well you know today I kind of want red Mm, tomorrow, I want to try. Yeah, because red hasn't different.
0: fucked with them yet. You know and what I mean? I, and I think, like, when you start out a blank slate, and I think what you're speaking to is now. What you're saying is that these are perhaps, and you know, I think it's fair to say you're single, you date, you're in that scene, so you're you're dealing with yes. like all sorts of different people. Um, and and again, not twenty year olds. Like we're talking people have had some trauma. Had I will say stuff. I
1: don't I don't engage women under the age of forty. Right. Uh, 35 is really the hardcore cutoff. Yeah, but that's right because of where
0: they are. So on one hand, maybe they've done some learning and made some change. On the other hand, maybe they've never processed. But there's two ways of processing. And, you know, the traditional way is to process in talk therapy and on a cognitive level, what we call top down and to talk about the trauma Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of clients who have been in talk therapy for fucking years. So first we've got the woman that's been in no therapy, right? I'm just saying woman because that's the example. No therapy, acting from her wounded you know, self, having these trauma responses, replaying shit in relationships. Yes, That's woman number one. Woman number two is like, I know something is wrong. I'm gonna go to therapy. I'm gonna talk about it with my therapist. That is great to an extent. I've been in therapy, thanks to my therapist of many years for helping me verbally process and kind of figure some shit out in my head. Not
1: to interrupt you, but I I, I do want to say this. What I find about this, which is crazy, is that a lot of the women who are like, yeah, I'm in therapy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you're still doing the same bullshit. Well, And and, and whether I'm judging them or not, the reality is you're not either a you're just talking it out loud to make it seem like you're in therapy like i pay the money i talk it out yeah but are they really doing the work well that it takes like i had uh to work on me to discover what was excuse the french fucked up about me one i was always made to feel like i was inadequate right and it wasn't my parents right it was some of the people i was an only child Mm -hmm. I didn't have brothers and sisters to defend me. Right. I got picked on a lot Mm -hmm. and no matter how, and every time I was good at something, there was always somebody there, some kid, someone to remind me I'm not good enough. Mm. That stuck with me. So even when I started doing comedy and other stuff, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So because I wasn't perfect. Um, You know, what stuck me the other day is a guy said to me, you're not even famous yet. And my thing is, if you understand how this entertainment thing goes, there's people that do it for 30 years before they get discovered. Yeah. And then you call them an overnight success. It's like, no, I've been putting 30 years That's into right. this. That's right? right. And anyone who makes it can tell you that. Yeah. There are people who are huge overnight success. Hey, January, somebody discovered me. June, I'm making $8 million a year. That does happen. Mm-hmm. That's a 1.1.1.1.1%. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. Right, majority of the people have been putting years in, but the idea is, is if
0: you didn't realize or hadn't done the work to know that you have a, a limiting belief about being enough, when that person comes to you and says that, that's going to be a trigger. It triggers, and it's going to trigger a trauma response because the trauma is now not the growth.
1: Healed. Now the growth is, I realize they're actually saying that about themselves. Ooh, okay. Yeah, The growth is I wanted to be famous and couldn't. So now I'm holding you to that level, to you, that expectation that, oh, well, nobody knows who you are. So as
0: my 14 year olds would say, that's an ish you, not an ish me. And
1: what I realized is I had somebody say it to me, and I think you probably saw a post that I said, I'm like, the person was like, you don't give yourself enough credit. You publish two books. You go on stages. You do like- It was when they saw the video that I did for the school. Yeah. They were, I guess they saw me in a different light. And those of you out there, I'm not bragging. I'm talking about my coming to light with the trauma and the stuff that I had gone through. Right. And that's why we're talking about this. I had realized that the trauma that I had gone through with the imposter syndrome was that I never felt like I was good enough to do anything. Mm -hmm. So when someone was complimenting me after a show. You would see me kind of be like, "Thank you." Like
0: it's hard to even take the like,
1: compliment. You hear it here, but then it goes right out. Or because even you,
0: it's like a real low level example is like, "Oh, look at that! I really like that shirt. I got it on sale." You know, it's like hard to take the compliment because you don't like. Hey, you just got good taste. The role of like, hey, thanks. Yeah, thanks. like hey,
1: and I realized that even though I push myself as, hey, look at me and look at all the stuff I'm doing. I felt like it wasn't me. so I And I said something to somebody and it really kicked in. You know when you see Mr. Direct on stage telling jokes? Yeah. yeah that's an outer body experience. That's not me. That's Mr. Direct. Yeah, you're like
0: channeling Mr. Direct That's there. Mr.
1: Direct. And when he's on, he's fucking on. Yeah. And the jokes are hitting. Yeah. Everything is smooth. Everyone's like, oh my God, that was so, yep. so good. When you see me speaking to the teachers, 250 of them, that's me. Oh yeah, that was authentic yo. That was who I am Monday through Sunday, 24 hours a day. Right. Just speaking to an audience. That's right. Right? Yeah. And somebody didn't understand that. And when I had to explain it outwards, it made me realize I fractured my personality on purpose (laughs) to be acceptable. Yeah. So when I do stuff as Mr. Direct, that's why I always get when people are like, oh Marklin, I'm like, no, you're talking to Mr. Direct. Right. It was the only way. Well, I over knew... there,
0: he can say some things that are out of pocket, and it's not going to come it's down not, on
1: Marklin. You didn't. If you hired me to speak to kids, you didn't hire Mr. Direct. That's right. You hired Marklin. Right. Right.
0: Well, listen, we all have we all have parts, and that's we for all do. Another, another and it was podcast. me. And, it, yeah. and it,
1: so I did a set, It was at Willie McBride's. Yeah. Beautiful set, beginning to the end, little. But people that have watched it were like, wow, that was really good. Yeah. And I'm like, that was Mr. Direct. Mm -hmm. So I had an out-of-body experience because even though I watched it and I knew what I did and I'm like, I could change this around, change that around, change that around, I'm not.
0: Well, in the moment, you couldn't have because it's coming through you.
1: Yes. Correct. Yeah. But when you're watching it, I'm like, oh, Mr. Direct did his thing. Yeah. Right?
0: I have one of those. I don't know what her name is. But
1: he's. But. (laughs) But. Everything that i found, everything that I'm doing, that's the experience. Right. That's the trauma.
0: So we were talking about, though, like woman number two. Woman number two, and maybe this is, you know, I wonder if you relate to her to an extent, and maybe we've, you've even, you're interested in being woman number three, who I haven't talked to yet.
1: I'm not interested in being a woman. Just I so you knew, know, I
0: was waiting for it. I I'm not set that no, one up for you. There, you there, 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 is the there is an inner Karen.
1: There is I an inner Karen. I will admit Karen in this man.
0: Um, so woman number two knows there's something wrong. She starts to go to therapy. She starts to process. Yes. Sometimes it can be done that way, but it, if it's just in the mind and we're just talking about what happened and not what happened in our body at the time of the event, we can process it to an extent. We can also re-traumatize ourselves by rehashing it, rehashing it, rehashing it. What we're finding in research now and and what I am uh, studying and like super interested in is somatic, trauma therapy which is bottom up therapy as in soma is you know of the body so somatic is what happened when you got in that car accident inside your body wow what happened when those kids were making fun of you like and this is like we can play around with it like when you were what age were you when you can can you bring yourself to like a time place i was
1: i was adopted when i was four years old so you were four Yes, I do have memories. I remember. From before then. Si- I remember sitting in a judge's, you know, you in the seat. Wow, I, re- I can recall sitting in a judge's in a courthouse. Yeah, and being like, you know, are they good people? You know, wow. like you know when they question you. Yeah. I don't remember it in detail, but I remember it. I remember the first time I went to their house, which was the house that I grew up in. They
0: being your your parents. Uh,
1: I yeah, my dad. I spilled cornflakes, and he kind of you know. Lost his shit a little bit. Yeah, he wasn't angry like he wasn't angry, but you he lost his shit. Yeah, you know which again I've seen my dad lose his shit a lot of times. You know what I mean? He's human, and he yeah, never had a child but, but before. But it was but it was like I, I I he he was an older dude. He was like 38 39 Oh, when they adopted, yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad was my parents were older. Yeah. They were older parents, yeah. and I think also so when I talk about the trauma, I've never had to deal with people my age. Within right. the, within the internal, with within the internal household, it was me and a mother that was 35, 36 years older. Cause she was born 38. I was born 1972. Right. 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 And a father that was born in 1933. I was born in 1972. Yeah. So he had 39 years on me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're not just talking one generation. We're talking at least two generations. So separated. What if... as parent and child. Now so, hold on for yeah, a second. Go ahead. I had neighbors and I had kids like neighbors have kids, whatever. But it's not the same when you have brothers and sisters that live in that house that you can talk about being a kid and being experiencing a kid. It's different when you're in a house and the predominant voices are 30 and 40 years older than you. Oh yeah. As opposed to, well, I'm 25 years old having a kid. You know Mm -hmm. that, and people say, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Oh, it makes a lot, especially if you think between the 1930s and growing up from 30, growing up from the 1930s until the 1950s, that era versus 70s to the 90s. So they're separate. Yeah,
0: your parents were bringing this programming from the third. You know, being born in the 30s, that's before World War Two. Yes, right. This is a different set of kind of norms and morals now they've lived their life without a child you come to them at four right so that's that's i set the scene you spill some cornflakes your dad freaks out it doesn't matter to what extent now he sat me at a
1: at a table yeah right and i leaned up to eat the cornflakes and a bowl spilled over
0: okay so stop right there right you remember it. You have a, a cognitive memory, but that's the event. So this is what we'll call little T, little tea trauma, little baby trauma yes. is you're sitting there, right? And you can remember the kind of video in your head of being sat up at the table and you spill. Hold, that. Hold right there. The bowl of cereal.
1: Please, people, do not think I'm speaking ill of my parents.
0: Absolutely not. Sounds this is part. Human. This
1: is part of the reason why people don't go into therapy. That I read because a lot of people don't want to think about. I think of my grandparents, my aunts, or my uncles, or anyone that might have inflicted this trauma on well, me. Well, you know what we as yeah. bad people.
0: What we say, like what I like to say to my clients is, in almost most cases. People are doing the best that they can. The best that they can is not always great. Yes, but but that comes from their own trauma responses, their own wounds. And
1: old school parents. Well, I made it to this point, and I didn't need therapy. But that's because we didn't do fact finding information, which is what every which is I found a lot of people reject knowledge these days, and they don't understand. There's a lot to these knowledge to, to being knowledgeable about things, and how. The older generation, our generation, because you're what 3 forty six you're, you're four years younger than me. Yeah. Our generation, our parents were what the fuck is therapy?
0: Yeah. They were what unless it went was extreme therapy. shit. Nobody went to therapy. Unless
1: it was extreme right. shit, you don't need to go to therapy. Yeah. You figure it the fuck out. Oh, sure. And you move on. That's right. Now our generation, and I would say probably within the last ten to fifteen years, mm, big time. We have realized sure. that we are all moving in directions based off of trauma. We're well, all, Gen
0: X has realized we, that. We, we are. Gen, a part X, of
1: Gen and X. Gen X and backwards. Yeah, yeah, well, no, yeah. Gen X and forward has, holy crap. And I say this because I've run into friends who are like, uh, my one friend told me, you know, she had a bad relationship with her mom. Yeah. And her mom used to pawn her off, not sexually, but pawn her off on her stepdad and you know like yeah, you go hang with him. Kind of like a neglect while, while, type of while she was out gallivanting and doing whatever the fuck she wanted. Right. She would pawn the daughter her daughter on the step you know. Right. Which caused her to have bad relationships with men. Because it wasn't that the stepdads were sexually. She said they weren't sexually touching her. So it wasn't sexual but it was just okay well if this man's not around anymore you're going to go to the next man. So she oh, said so she was bounced around. She said it caused her to have bad relationships with men because now in her mind, you don't stay with one man. But well, you
0: don't want to get too attached because yeah. they're going to Yeah, so you away. kind of,
1: boom. What you were saying about people shitting in their diapers, right? Right. Um, there was a doctor, uh, Spock used to say self-soothe.
0: Right.
1: And parents would say, I'm letting them self-soothe, letting them figure it out. Right. But self-soothing causes abandonment issues. Right. Because if a kid cries themselves the sleep and mom and dad doesn't ever come in and soothe the emotion right. and hey I'm here I understood you were crying for 5 minutes but if it's going on there's a little bit more to it yeah if the parents don't come in and it's okay I'm yeah, here it can
0: cause damage it
1: causes damage and what I realize again I I I've just been reading you and have. I've been, and I've been bringing in stuff I realized there's a lot of parents who tried the self-soothe technique with their kids, and they don't realize they emotionally stunted a lot of their kids. And the kids try to find, as they, they could become, they could grow up and be successful adults. Well,
0: it comes out in other areas of They could of their become life.
1: filthy, stinking rich. They mm-hmm. could have the most successful life in the appearance to everyone. Mm-hmm. But the behind the scenes, if you look at how they are with people, I'll never forget A woman said to me one time, I just want you to know I can stop talking to you at any point. She was setting the stage. That was letting me know right then and there. Don't plan on talking to me too long because at any point I'm just going to stop talking to you. Yeah. And I remember.
0: Self-sabotage I remember.
1: And I remember my response was, well, I'm kind of the same way. But for me, when I cut you off, it's because you gave me reason. Mm. She never said, Don't give me the reason.
0: She didn't want you to get too close. She, she said was protecting herself from you leaving. Probably. I could walk
1: away at any point. Right. I and I won't care. I was like, okay. And I took and I I took her word for it. And I still sent her text messages. Hey, it's your birthday. Hope you're having a birthday. Um, if
0: Yeah, that relationship was never gonna work.
1: If there's shit going on in her area, like weather-wise, because her where she lives, it's weather, I'll send a text, hope everything's good. But I don't try to have the, hey, why aren't we talking? Hey, why aren't, like, I don't do that. Right. But for me to feel good, you know, hey, it's your birthday. You didn't mean to me as somebody that was that I could just drop because I'm not right. like that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's part of me self-learning. If I'm inviting you into my life, for me, I have to make sure that I always put out that effort. Right. Right? Right. Because before I would just be like, fuck her and I'm done. Fuck him and I'm done. Like, well, I don't so care.
0: That, and that's a wound. So, if we go back to you at the table with the cereal.
1: Yes. I didn't want to kill you, but there you go.
0: Right. Back to the table with the cereal. It falls on. That's a thing that happens. It falls on you and your father responds. Yes. He responds when you say he freaked out. He, and again, you're not picking on him. He maybe got stern or raised his voice. Yes. In that moment, now, you can't be there again, but what you can do is go, hmm, how did little, and I'm calling you Marklin here because you're little Marklin. How did little Marklin feel inside his body at that moment, especially having the, you know, wound of abandonment, having been adopted at four years old? Oh, my God, I did this thing. I spilled the cereal. He's mad he's gonna abandon me my what i imagined to have happened and you can tell me what what you know how that kind of lands for you but it's like there was probably a seizing up a restriction in your body something where you're clenching or bracing oh for i was scared
1: because of, of his voice he had a big booming voice
0: so you that was maybe the first time you heard his big booming voice yes. and the big booming voice felt scary. And so the feeling was you felt afraid a hundred percent. So then we go, okay, how does afraid feel in your body? And it's like the kind of work I do is I would ask someone, okay, how did you feel? I felt afraid. Yes. And, and then I would say, well, where is that coming up in your body right now? And what we can do, even though we can't go back in time is we can go into the feeling We can connect with the feeling we can actually allow it and feel it. And what it does, this is amazing. This is like woman number three is doing this next level work. It can complete the nervous system response. So now you go from fight, flight, freeze, fawn and you down down regulate. Let's say down regulate the nervous system. And we go into and here's the kicker parasympathetic. Do you know what the little nickname for parasympathetic nervous system is? Rest and digest. Mm. And then you wonder why people are not able to eat what they want. They've got digestive issues. We have trouble sleeping because we're not relaxed. Our systems are hijacked. We're stuck. Most people are stuck in some form of fight or flight or one of those all the time. Freeze is like when we really burn out and we become depressed and dissociated.
1: Totally understandable. I'm sort of, I can't even say sort of, I'm at that point where I I, I will tell you the reason why I always walked away or never really wanted to do therapy is because I always thought of therapy as, oh, well, we got to give you homework. Mm. And when I was reading stuff, I said, you know, I think one of the most important things to do when it comes to trauma is identify it. Yeah. And we've already discussed one or two things about trauma. Uh, we're gonna meet again probably in two weeks. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna weigh you down with every week because you couldn't handle every week. It'd be too much for <laughs> you, you. Couldn't handle me. Every two every week would kill you. So yeah. it's gonna be the no, we'll weeks get together.
0: Myself. I'll talk to you about trauma any day.
1: So we're not just gonna talk about trauma. We're also gonna talk about other things as well because this is all.
0: Well, you know, self-help. I said to a, I said to a client this morning, mm-hmm. everything is relationships. Yes. Everything is communication. Under, under all of it, at the root of how we attach and how we communicate, is our trauma. Some of us are lucky to have had more of like some little T trauma. and But the, the real, I think maybe the moral of the story is, this is very interesting, is that our bodies read little T trauma and big T trauma, meaning something much smaller or something much bigger, exactly the same
1: I think what I want everyone to get out of this is it's okay that you've gone through a traumatic experience it's okay that maybe you're trying to find a way to deal with it but if you're going to engage other adults and this is one of the most amazing Mm, things I've read um when somebody is going through an episode or a traumatic episode whatever you want to call it somebody who does not or is not going through the same thing, they're going to reject. So, if the person is not going to allow them to experience the trauma, if the mm-hmm. person's not going to remind them of the trauma, they're going to just kind of reject that person because that person's not allowing them to experience it oh, the way you're, they you're want. You're talking to.
0: about the idea of people are replaying their yeah. own
1: traumas. But what they'll do is they'll seek out someone who's bad for them, who will allow them. To replay the trauma, the unhealed, horror.
0: the woman number one, the that unhealed person, woman, and, and
1: and usually that person is just as fractured as them. Of course, and they won't. They'll look at it as, oh my god, I love this person. This person's great. This person gets it, mm. and it's not that they get it. It's just that that person's could be more broken than you, and because they're more broken than you are, mm-hmm. you see yourself as a better. Like I can help heal them while healing me at the same time
0: oh are we talking about codependency now we could get into Which that is, one oh, next it's, time
1: is we could always talk about that <laughs> so we got a couple of more minutes and then we're gonna you know wrap this up but first of all thank you so much for yeah. agreeing to do this i told you we're gonna do it we're gonna do it I'm, not, I'm gonna hold you accountable no you're gonna put me we're on a going schedule to
0: do it i'm gonna say we are we are doing, doing it
1: but you're gonna put us on a calendar we're gonna be doing it again in two weeks there you go and it's gonna be the same time it's gonna be 12 one o'clock in the afternoon we're all gonna right. figure it out I want all of you to figure out what is your traumatic experience? What is it? You know, Or what
0: is, if you don't like that word, what is your block? What is your belief about yourself? What's um, holding you back?
1: What is, if you don't come to grips with the reality of what's going on in your life, you're doomed. I always believe everyone Mm -hmm. in our life is there for a reason and sometimes we will reject them. Sometimes we will reject people with good intentions because we think that that person is not deserving of our time. We don't realize the spirits or the gods of whatever you're doing is putting this person here for you for a reason. To
0: learn something, to right? To learn something. To learn. And maybe, I mean, in, in a very real way, if people aren't willing to take accountability for their own shit, there's not going to be growth.
1: So what that's, I learned, that's step number one. What I learned from the previous relationship mm. that I had was that And it wasn't a real relationship. It was just an encounter was that I was reliving the trauma, even though I said I would never do this, even though I said, I'll never experience that. I'll never do that again.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I realized I was reliving it because I didn't believe I deserved better. Right. And at at a level, I didn't, I didn't believe I deserved better because partially because I didn't want better. Mm. And it was convenient for me to deal with that situation the way it was because it was just simple. Yeah, that's it. And no, uh, none of you should be sitting here trying to figure out when this was, because I don't talk about anything real time. So to give you a clue, it was <laughs> oh, you nowhere. you don't want people
0: getting into your life.
1: You know how many motherfuckers will sit there? Yeah, I just dropped an MFer. Do you know how many people sit here and try to analyze and be like, okay, so when did this happen? And I'm like, yo, it that happened a long like time ago. Some more wounded people. Like, that stop need trying to, to stop figure-
0: worrying about you.
1: Stop trying to figure out when things in my life happen because guess what? If I want to share it with you, I will. If I share it on the show, I'm sharing it because I know other people have experienced it, which we're going to talk about people that date married people. We're going to talk about the reason why married people cheat. We're going to think we're going to talk about the what the reason why people abandon their kids. We're going to talk about the reason why a lot of kids grow up resenting so their we're parents gonna talk about being human. We're going to talk about being human and a human experience. That's right. So you need, if I have a story that relates to it, stop relating it to me as if, Oh my God, Well, I knew when you were going through, like, it's not like that. I have the best news for you
0: now that you're doing this work. And now that you're becoming aware, you will attract less people. That have that think that they can make assumptions about what you're talking about because really, ain't nobody got time for that.
1: We're also going to do an episode about uh, se- people who sexually act out. Okay, there's a huge, huge like there is a uh, there was an experiment, not an experiment, a piece of an article a couple of years ago mm-hmm. that said porn stars are more mental mentally healthy. Than
0: hmm.
1: everyday people. Okay, but on the flip side, I remember reading an article that said porn stars. About it said about seventy-five to eighty percent of porn stars have all been sexually assaulted at some point in their life, mm-hmm. and that's why they're so free with sex because they're reliving they're reliving their the trauma. trauma, right? And they found pleasure. From reliving their trauma. Maybe all but from the time. an empowered place. So yes, like I if, can't even I'm, begin
0: to know. I'm, but
1: I'm taking over my sexuality. Right. So, I'm in so, charge. I'm so in someone control. took it from me, but now I'm in charge of it. Interesting. And it and the problem is one one of the articles I read was that a lot, and I mean a lot of people are walking around with sexual trauma in their life. And they don't realize it. Like, Which
0: is gonna create real barriers to it's, intimacy. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's sort of like when a woman says, I can never be satisfied. Yeah. But she'll never talk about why she can't be satisfied. Right. Right.
0: Well, she might not even be aware.
1: She might not be, but she knows, like, hey, I've never been sexually satisfied. Right. Right. Sure. sure. And then it's like, well, why aren't you sexually satisfied? And she, it's, it's not that I don't get turned on. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I've just never been satisfied, never experienced an orgasm. And when you ask why, they can never give you an absolute or they'll say, well, I can, but it's only these situations Mm -hmm. that's part of trauma. Right. 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 Um, I think, you know, unfortunately, society has glorified men for being sexually promiscuous. And we ignore the fact that a lot of women have high sex drives. Oh, yeah. Naturally. Right, yeah. Naturally, just like men men do. And that we had a whole
0: conversation before about there's different conditions under which people might want to be intimate or connect. So that's a whole conversation. And I will say
1: the the truth of what I believe is that we all hide via masks, especially when it comes (laughs) to trauma. Because we don't want to be honest with ourselves and we're hoping someone will accept that mask and how long that can,
0: inauthentic version of ourselves?
1: But then we wonder when can we let that mask go? And I realize one of the reasons why I'm still single is because no one can take the fact that I don't wear a mask. Mm. This is me. Yeah. Good, bad, ugly. I, right. I I don't wear a mask. And you know why I don't wear a mask? Because I don't want to bombard you with the craziness afterwards. Right.
0: You don't want to have to. You don't want to have to take the mask off. Who
1: wants to? It's a mask. Leave it there. Listen, we gotta go. We gotta do what we gotta do. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It was a great conversation. It thank was. you. It was. Uh, we'll we'll do your whole thing next time.
0: Yeah, please. We have we have all the time in the world.
1: Yes, this has been a great episode. See, when we talk, we fi- we hash shit out.
0: We do. We do.
1: It is your man, Mister Direct, along with
0: this is Tammy Spiewak.
1: And I'm not even going to say the title because, hey, I got a whole entire entrance that exited it for us. Till the next time, people. I'll see you guys later. Later. I read an article a long time ago, and the article basically said that a lot of people that have personality disorders are undiagnosed.
0: Maybe that if people have cognitive empathy...
1: I'm Marklyn Johnson. I'm Tammy Spiewak. And this is Self-Help help for assholes. assholes. Why do you always linger on that? You Self gotta be with help me on help that. Self-Help for Assholes. So it's, I'm Marklyn Johnson.
0: I'm Tammy Spiewak.
1: And this is Self-Help Self help for Assholes. assholes.